You are Locked On Patriots, your daily New England Patriots podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello to all of you, Foxborough faithful. You are now locked in to the Locked On Patriots podcast. It is Wednesday, July 21st, 2021, and it's time for a visit from our resident voice of reason here on your daily home for news, notes, and analysis infused with the occasional opinion on your six-time Super Bowl champions, the New England Patriots. Today's episode is brought to you by rockauto.com. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com today and tell them Locked On sent you. Greetings, salutations, and happy hump day, Patriots Nation. Thank you for joining me on this midweek episode of the Locked On Patriots podcast. My name is Mike DeBate, and I cover your New England Patriots for Patriot Maven of Sports Illustrated. I am also your host of the Locked On Patriots podcast, which, of course, is a proud part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And, folks, because it's your team every day, that means your questions, comments, and feedback are always welcomed, very much appreciated. So share that feedback. Send it to the Internet by reaching out to me and following me on Twitter at M-D-A-B-A-T-E-N-F-L. And while you're out there doing some Wednesday wandering through that Twitterverse, please be sure to follow the Locked On Patriots account as well at L-O underscore Patriots. Pats fans, when it comes to Patriots football, the offense has a chance to be outstanding this year. Well, maybe that's a stretch, but maybe not. The Pats did make some interesting additions, two new tight ends, hopefully some improved quarterback play, strong group of running backs, wide receivers might be improved, but you get it. The offense has a chance to be outstanding. I know, I love my alliteration, just can't help it. The defense, not much of a question. They have a chance to be dynamic. A formidable front seven. A strong and versatile linebacking core, and one of the better secondaries you'll find anywhere in the NFL. But that's two phases of the game. The third phase is sometimes forgotten, but never up here in Foxborough. It's special teams. And the special teams here in New England, well, for lack of a better term, folks, they are special. Whether we're talking about Jake Bailey as your punter, Nick Folk as the kicker, my main man, who made that man a Gunnar Rashelski as your return man? Or core special teamers like Justin Bethel, Cody Davis, Adrian Phillips, Murph's main man, Brandon Bolden, and of course, that captain himself, Matthew Slater. Special teams are at a premium here in New England, and nobody holds that unit in as high of a regard as your New England Patriots. Here to discuss the Patriots' special teams prognosis this season is our resident voice of reason. My Patriots Paisan stops by to talk Patriots special teams. That's right, folks. Steve Balistrieri of PatsFans.com is here, and we're going to talk everything and anything related to Patriots special teams, starting with the captain, Matthew Slater, and why he's not just one of the most valuable players on the Patriots roster, but might be one of the most valuable special teamers in NFL history. We'll also talk about the specialists. Jake Bailey seems to have his role solidified, but what about the kicking game? Could Nick Folk possibly be pushed by undrafted rookie free agent Quinn Norton? We'll also discuss the best of the rest and whether or not Gunnar Rachowski might see a little less time returning kicks this year. No, folks, it's not because he's not good at it. It just may mean that he's needed elsewhere on the field, such as at the wide receiver position. Who might step it up in training camp 
and who might be entering training camp with a little something extra to prove. Last but not least, I'll ask Steve to look into his Balistrarian crystal ball and predict what type of season the Patriots special teamers will have in 2021. An action-packed agenda, always an honor, always a privilege when my main man stops by. And in just a moment, my Patriots Paisan himself, PatsFans.com Steve Balistrieri, will join me to talk everything and anything related to Patriots special teams when this midweek episode of the Locked On Patriots podcast continues. Locked On listeners, when it comes to repairing or maintaining your vehicle, why would you spend 30%, 50%, even 100% more for the exact same auto parts at a chain store or a new car dealership? It's still possible to take pride in your ride and even save a little in the process. Visit my good friends at rockauto.com. RockAuto.com is a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Go to RockAuto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or your daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks, and they're delivered directly to your door. The rockauto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. Quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and then choose the brands, the specifications, and here's the best part, folks, the prices you prefer. RockAuto.com's prices are always reliably low, and they're the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers just like you and me. Why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? Go to RockAuto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Make sure to put Locked On in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection. Reliably low prices. All the parts your car will ever need. RockAuto.com. Patriots fans, schedule shuffling has been the norm here on Locked On Patriots for the past couple of weeks. And even though this gentleman usually lends his wisdom in council on Tuesdays, we are proud to welcome him on a Wednesday because he is one of the best and most knowledgeable columnists that you'll find in Patriots media anywhere. You know his great work from PatsFans.com, as well as being the co-host of not one, but two amazing podcasts, Patriots 4th and 2, and one Patriots Place. He is my Patriots paisan. And again, folks, he'll tell you otherwise, and I'll keep telling you the opposite every day of the week and twice on Sunday. He's worthy of all the praise he gets, and then some. My good friend Steve Balistrieri joins me here today. Welcome back to Locked On Patriots, bud. Oh, thanks for having me, Mike. As always, it's a pleasure to talk football with you. It's, uh, you know, uh, something I look forward to doing every week. Absolutely. And you know what? Regardless of whether we're getting back to business or not and the abbreviated schedules, we always make the time to make it to fit you in here on Locked On Patriots because you're familiar here on Locked On Patriots, bud, and your wisdom and counsel is second to none. And we always absorb it and we always need it, uh, especially on uh, you know times like this where we're getting closer to training camp. A week from today, Patriots training camp opens. Uh, first public uh, really a lot of excitement in the air and a lot to talk about when it comes to your New England Patriots. So today, my friend, we're going to discuss a topic that is near and dear to both of our hearts, something we like to watch during training camp, and those are special teams battles. They're often the forgotten element of a football roster, but not in New England. There is a strong, strong emphasis placed on special teams. Perhaps no other team in the NFL places as much of a premium on special teams as the New England Patriots, and they're always the best and most well-prepared. Steve, when we talk about Patriots special teams, the first name 
that comes to mind is Matthew Slater, and with good reason. He remains the heart and soul of this special teams unit. He's still doing great things on the football field, always in the right place at the right time. One of the best locker room guys in the league when it comes to leadership. Even great core special teamers on this roster like Cody Davis, Adrian Phillips, Justin Bethel, Brandon Bolden, they all seem to look to Slater for inspiration on and off the field. Steve, this may seem like such a simple question, but just how important is Matthew Slater for this team? Well, I I think he's just as important off the field as he is on. I think he's part of that, you know, locker room presence, and he's kind of like uh, I, I I can put him and Devin McCourty kind of in the same kind of uh, you know stratosphere in terms of off the field stuff. When I, when you talk about, they're like the conscience of this locker room. They're the guys who keep everyone on the straight and narrow. They they tell guys, you know, how it is supposed to be done, and they lead by example. And uh, I, I don't think you can put a premium on what this guy is. I mean, he's been to the Pro Bowl nine times. Um, it, it, to me, he, he belongs in Canton when his career is done. Whether or not he'll, he'll get there or not, I know, you know, the NFL, they're kind of <laughs> – they're kind of hard on those special teams guys, but, you know, there's a few that really belong in the Hall of Fame, and he's one of them. Without question. I, I don't even think it's a, a close argument to the contrary. Look, Matthew Slater and what he's meant to the New England Patriots, it's indelible. You want to talk about someone that will be fitted for the red jacket the day he retires? Very, very few players uh, in this echelon that really have that distinction. Now, of course, I'm talking figuratively here, folks, not literally. The Patriots do have protocol. They will follow that. But, you know, Matthew Slater is definitely going to be enshrined in Foxborough with the Patriots Hall of Fame. I absolutely believe he belongs in Canton for the contributions that he's made. Uh, what a beautiful uh, you know story it would be for he his father Jackie uh, you know obviously we know about uh, you know his prowess and the type of player that he was but Matthew has really carved out his own niche and not just on the field like you said being that field general that always is in the right place at the right time that's not by happenstance that's by design folks that's because Matthew Slater is that good but everything he does off the field, in the locker room, being the inspirational voice for that team, all the work he does within the community, it really is remarkable. And not that I'm saying all of that rolled together is what makes his Hall of Fame case. His play on the field is what makes him a Hall of Famer. But it just it only, I think, enhances the value that he has to this team. And uh, it's going to be a sad day when he finally does hang them up. But we're glad that he's going to be back in New England this year in 2021, still providing direction and still providing that great play on the field for Patriots special teams. And that does lead me nicely into my next question, because as much as inspirational leadership is important play on the field is a very big key for the new england patriots special teams they always pride themselves on having guys that are either at or near the top of the list at what they do and a guy that we've seen since inception steve and you and i have both seen him during training camp launch balls into the stratosphere in foxborough uh that (laughs) is jake bailey the patriots punter um really emerged as a true standout as a punter in the national football league I think he's building toward being, if not 
one of the best, the best in the game. And you can make the argument that he might already be there. He's got unreal hang time, accuracy, power. This kid has it all. So the Patriots are all set there. But as for the kicking game, there was some uncertainty last year heading into the season. Obviously, the Justin Rohrwasser experiment did not work out. Patriots cut ties, moved on there. I don't think anybody's really sorry to see that come to an end. But Nick Falk coming in, on the other hand, was a bit of a surprise. And Falk was everything is advertised, if not more. I think he was one of the lone bright spots for the Patriots in 2020. Steady, accurate, reliable. And for all the questions about his distance, I think he added a little distance to his repertoire last year. He had some impressive kicks. I was very impressed with Nick, and I think he's going to end up coming. Obviously, he's back in the fold, but I think he's going to end up coming up big for this team in numerous spots. So one would think the Patriots are set there as well, but the Pats did add another kicker into the mix. They had Roberto Aguayo in here kind of wandering around Foxborough for a little while. They move on from him, but... Quinn Norton comes in from the University of Michigan. He's the Patriots' only undrafted rookie free agent this year. Norton is a very green player, but he's got a strong leg. There's a lot of power in this kid, and it could make for some interesting training camp moments. Every time this guy booms one or kicks one from a long distance, people are going to rumble, and there's going to be the question marks. Can he take over? Is he a better option? Steve, I think that could make things interesting in camp, but do you think it's crazy to think that there might be a kicking competition brewing here, or do you believe that Nick Folk is solidified as the guy? Well, you know, looking back at Folk's 2020 season, I mean, he was incredible. He had a couple of, uh, you know, game-winning 50-plus-yard kicks to win football games, you know, and we were questioning his, his – uh, you know, his his strength of leg there at the beginning of last season. But when you have a kid that can kick it as far as Norton does, now the question comes up, you know, is he consistent enough? Is he accurate enough? And that's going to be definitely played out. But I, I think there is a kicking competition uh, coming into camp this year. And if, and if he does uh, show – that he's not quite there. I think he'll find him a place on the practice squad. But, um, you know, I, I, when I look back at this, you know, you and I were marveling at Jake Bailey a couple of seasons ago, and everyone poo-pooed us, you remember. They were like, oh, yeah. Hey, Ryan Allen could have been the Super Bowl MVP. There's no way they're getting rid of him. But, you know, when you have a leg like that, like, mm-hmm. you know, you talked about Bailey and how – you know, he kicks it into the stratosphere. and you, Those guys don't grow on trees. And a guy like Norton, if, if he shows he can uh, do it accurately and consistently, uh, you know, he could supplant folk. I, you know, I'm not going to sit there and say it's a given. I mean, he's going to have to prove it. Uh, but I think there's a kick in competition um, in Foxborough this year. That's an interesting take, and I'm glad that you mentioned uh, Bailey because, yeah, we were two of the few that looked at this and said, yeah, Bill Belichick sees something here, guys. As much as he may love Ryan Allen, and I know a lot of people loved him up here, this was an opportunity to get a generational-type talent at the position. And I was in the media room when he was drafted, and I remember just everyone looking at each other going, a punter? Really, Bill? 
really, this is what you're doing? And I mean, it's paid dividends. Now, of course, last year was a different story in 2020. It was all virtual. You could hear, really, I think you could feel across Patriots Nation when Justin Rohrwasser's name was selected. What is he doing? Why is he kicking? Why is he taking a kicker this close? And of all kickers, why is he taking Rohrwasser? Why isn't it Blankenship? Why isn't it Tyler Bass? These were guys that we were talking about as potential draftees. Obviously, that didn't work out. Rohrwasser coming in had the reputation of being able to kick in the elements, but you hit the nail on the head. He couldn't do it accurately. He couldn't do it consistently. And when you can't do those two things, you're going to find yourself in the Belichickian doghouse very quickly. It's exactly what happened with Justin Rohrwasser. With Quinn Norton, I think you have the potential. You've definitely got the leg. There's no question about it. He can kick. I mean, this this kid's like, uh, you know, th- uh, we, we've heard rumors that this kid might be the uh, the, the embodiment of Nigel Gruff from the uh, from the replacements, <laughs> you know, just absolutely kicking. Yeah, absolutely kicking the clicking the bloody hell. And I'll clean that up a little bit, but uh, kicking the bloody hell out of it. Um, this kid has, has a leg. There's no question about it. But if he can't do it consistently and accurately and again from an undrafted rookie free agent, that's a lot to ask in your first year. I really hope that the Patriots are able to find a spot on the practice squad for this kid because Nick's not going to be able to kick forever, and he may be the future at the position. So interesting, a lot of competition. Again, Steve, something for us to keep our sharp eye on as we head toward training camp in just a little over a week's time. And, Bud, that's why we bring you here, that wisdom, that counsel, that reason. You always bring us back to a level-headed place. Well, the last time that I had Murph on, I called him a wise and considerate young man. Well, I'm going to take uh, you know a little bit on uh, on that, and I'm going to say that you are a great man, Mr. Balistrieri. There's much I can learn from you. Um, but we're not done yet, folks, because uh, Steve and I will get at least one more Godfather reference in. You know we will. But it's also time to talk potential camp battles. And we talked a little bit about the kicking game, but we're also going to discuss Steve's thoughts on the season outlook for the Patriots special teams unit. Is there a player on this depth chart right now that might be on the outside looking in when the regular season starts? Find out when the Locked On Patriots podcast continues. Locked On listeners, get all the latest news, odds, and info for all of your sporting needs, including Major League Baseball, the NBA, NHL, all of your UFC MMA action, and of course the NFL, with the only place that has you covered and the only place we trust. Bet online. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your sports action. Before the start of your next favorite sporting event, head over to Bet Online on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the greatest sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. You can track all the action at Bet Online. Head over to the website at BetOnline.ag and sign up today to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit when you use the promo code Locked On. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. This is your chance to get into the action. Head over to their website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit when you use the promo code LOCKEDON. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Locked On listeners, Built Bar, the most delicious, healthy protein bar you've ever tried, has so many delicious flavors. There's something for everyone. And when you talk to a Built Bar fan, and I have folks, believe me when I tell you, there are a lot of you out there, they are passionate about their favorites. If you don't know about the Built Bar flavors, well, you're missing out. But the best part of Built Bar is not even just the delicious flavors they provide. It's the fact that in addition to them being delicious, they're also one of the most healthy treats available today. 
Each built bar has between 17 and 18 grams of protein, calories ranging from 130 to 180 calories per bar, only 4 to 5 grams of sugar, and only 4 to 5 grams of net carbs. Amazing flavors, all tasty and all healthy. Flavors like coconut, cherry barcia, love that name, mint brownie, double chocolate, cookies and cream, and so much more. When you want a treat that's not only pleasing to your palate, but also great for your health, don't delay, do it today. Make Built Bar your go-to protein bar right now. Visit Built.com and use promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your next order. That's promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. Patriots fan Steve Balistrieri joins me here today on the pod talking some Patriots special teams here on this Wednesday edition of Locked On Patriots. And Steve, the Pats have some bona fide talent on this depth chart. Now, we've talked about a few of them in the previous segment, whether it be Matthew Slater or whether it be Jake Bailey or, you know, Nick Folk, Quinn Norton, uh, you know, brewing talent there, possibly. Um, of course, we can't talk special teams without talking about my main man. Who made that man a Gunner Ashelski? Uh, coming off a huge, huge year as the Patriots return man in the kicking game. You have to think that he's poised for an even better season in 2021. But with the retirement of Julian Edelman and the uncertainty of Nikhil Harry's future in New England, Patriots may actually need to call upon Gunner a little bit more this year than they did the previous two years as an actual bona fide wide receiver. Uh, they may want to use him in that aspect a little bit longer. And because of that, you'd be a little hesitant to use him so um, frequently in uh, the uh, the department when it comes to the kick returns, especially if he is more active as a receiver. So some of the specialists on this roster might actually be competing for a spot as a return man, or at least a part-time return man. There are also some on this roster, but we know that might be facing an uphill battle to make the roster this year. So we're talking to guys with something to prove here, folks. Steve, as we head into camp, who has your sharp eye as someone that could find themselves on the roster bubble if they don't have a strong start to camp? Well, the, the first guy that comes to mind with, for me is the guy that opted out last year, Brandon King. I mean, um, I think he's going to have, you know, an uphill battle to make the rush. I know Bill Belichick loves Brandon King, and he's been an excellent special teams guy. But, you know, uh, they're also getting back Brandon Bolden. And as you mentioned, they have Justin Bethel, Cody Davis, you know, Brandon Bolden, uh, uh, Phillips, uh, and Matthew Slater. I mean, they have so many talented, talented special teams players. And, you know, where they're looking to maybe keep a player uh, in a different position, you know, King, who opted out last year, might find himself on the uh, roster bubble because he doesn't really offer much, you know, elsewhere other than special teams. I know that, you know, a guy like Brandon Bolden, he's kind of like a uh, Mr. Fix-It, you know, if your running backs start getting banged up. Uh, so I I'm looking at, at – possibly King being on the bubble this year. I agree with you. That's actually my choice as well. And great minds think alike. But look, the fact that he did opt out last year and the fact that the Patriots special teams under Cam Atchard, who I really do want to give a lot of credit for, when you replace someone like Joe Judge come in and really there's a negligible difference in the output that you see on the field, really, really want to give a credit to Cam, the special teams coordinator. He's done a tremendous job. But 
And a lot of that can also prove that you can get the job done. And I know Bill Belichick loves Brandon. Listen, he's got great special teams value. He's got good versatility in the defense as well. I think you look at him, you can say, oh, he's a defender. He's capable of playing both a linebacker. He can drop back, play a safety. Um, but really, I mean, his prowess is in the kicking game. And and I think at uh, at that point, you see him being used on kickoff coverage, punt coverage. He's a member of the two return units when he's on the field. He's had some injury history as well, so there's a lot to look at when it comes to Brandon King. I think he's going to need to come out and show tremendous control, tremendous health, first of all, and tremendous control over his position in order to not be unseated because, like you said, Brandon Bolden brings a unique set of skills to the table in terms of being able to be a fill-in guy with the running backs, but also just one of those inspirational locker room guys and a mentor who always knows exactly what to do on the field. He knows Bill Belichick's coaching style so well, I think that makes him invaluable. Justin Bethel, to me, is another player that I know some people are questioning at this point. I really don't see that. I don't think that he's in danger of losing his roster spot. Um, I think that uh, he's he's definitely capable of playing a myriad of roles on both punt and kickoff return units. We've seen him do it in every stop he's been in in the NFL. He also has experience playing as a flanker or an edge rusher on the blocking units. So to me, Bethel is another guy that really has solidified himself uh, as well. So we'll see. We'll see what happens uh, with, uh, um, with King, but uh, I know a lot of people are talking about Bethel. I know some people are talking about Bolden. Of those three, I think King may face the, uh, the the most uphill battle to try to make this roster. And that does lead me quite nicely into my final question for you today, buddy. And that's, it seems we're in agreement that the special teams is going to continue to be a strong unit for the Patriots. Um, but when it comes to their overall outlook for 2021, again, bud, I'm going to ask you to Put on that Karnak turban. I'm going to ask you to look into that Balistrarian crystal ball and gaze into the future of the season for the Patriots. What is your outlook for the special teams unit? And is there a player that we've either discussed or haven't discussed that might be facing the cutting room floor when all is said and done that might raise an eyebrow? Well, um, you know, last year, despite everything that went wrong with the team, I, I thought special teams last year was outstanding. Mm-hmm. And I thought they put too much on Gunnar Olszewski's plate by asking him to do punt and kick returns. And once they took away the kick returns from him, I thought that, you know, he turned into a tremendous punt returner. So that's something. And I think they're going to be one of the top three, if not the top special teams units. Uh, I think kick return will be something they they look to improve on this year. And the guy I'm looking to do that would be either Kyle Duggar or uh, J.J. Taylor. And, again, that will be something that we can watch, you know, in uh, in preseason. But uh, another guy to keep an eye on, you know, uh, might be a guy like Cody Davis. You know, know, when you're looking at, hey – you know, they were tops in the league. They're getting Bolden back. Can we do without one more guy that we've had here for a while if we need a roster spot elsewhere? Maybe it's a guy like Cody Davis because uh, I agree. I can't see Bethel going anywhere. And I think Davis is outstanding, but, you know, it's sometimes you have to make those difficult choices. And if, if there's another guy, maybe it, it could possibly be him. 
Yeah, absolutely. And I think there's a lot of people that may agree with you. I happen to think that Davis is a little more safe than not, simply because I think he fits that Nate Ebner role that the Patriots have always valued. And Ebner always found a way to stick around as a member of this roster because of the little things, the intangibles that he brought to the table when it came to special teams preparation, as well as always being in the right place at the right time on the field. So that's a possibility. I'm definitely not uh, dismissing it. Um you mentioned Taylor and you mentioned, uh, you know, the possibility of him getting some return action. I think he would be an ideal person to kind of help out Gunnar Rochelski a little bit, kind of take some of the load off, um, especially with James White's return in free agency. J.J. may not be asked to do as much working as a running back this year. So employing him in the kickoff game might be a better use of his resources and I think might be a way to keep him around. I know a lot of people love this kid, and I would hate to see him go. Um, Isaiah Zuber, to me, is someone that could be interesting. I think he's on the bubble right now. He might get a shot at the kickoff return role. He's got experience there. It would allow him to stick around as being not only a return guy, but maybe add versatility to that wide receiver role. But again, you might look at someone like him and say his value is on special teams. If they keep a guy like Brandon Bolden around, especially because of Bolden's experience and someone like a Cody Davis that sticks around, maybe Zuber finds himself on the outside looking in, but bottom line, Steve, it's going to be interesting. The Patriots never make these things easy. And again, this is yet another depth chart that Bill Belichick is going to have maybe a sleepless night or two chopping down and getting down to the nitty gritty because so many of these guys are deserving of a roster spot. There's just so many of them to go around. Just like that, Patriots fans, we are more than halfway through your work week, but there is still tons of content left to come here on Locked On Patriots. And even though Locked On Patriots has you covered for all the news, notes, and analysis you need from Foxborough, get all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes with the Locked On Today podcast. Host Peter Bukowski updates you on the latest news in every major sport with the help of our local experts. Follow the Locked On Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. And to ensure that you are not missing a single second of the action right here on Locked On Patriots, Download, subscribe to, and follow the Locked On Patriots podcast on platforms such as the Odyssey app, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts. Just make sure that you are staying locked in to Locked On Patriots. Once again, my name is Mike DeBate. I thank my good friend Steve Balistrieri for his time, his insight, and his appearance on today's pod. But most of all, I thank you so much for listening and for continuing to make Locked On Patriots a daily part of your New England Patriots coverage. Until next time, Foxborough faithful, stay safe, stay well, be the change you wish to see in the world. Have a great day, everyone.